morning on Mother's Day. We want to thank all the moms out there, the ones here with us, the ones in heaven. Praise you, Jesus. We're going to worship God this morning, the everlasting God. Strength will rise, strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord, we will wait our God, our God. You reign forever. Our hope, our strong
Hey everyone at the Journey Church, Jesse Rogers here with your weekly announcements. We are so looking forward to getting back together in person with all of you and just want to let you know that we are hoping to do that by this month. So stay tuned. We're going to be texting you guys, um, sending out emails. This doing... morning, we cry out to you and we thank you that you are our hope, our deliverer, our healer, our redemption. God, we, we need you more and more. We are becoming more keenly aware of our need for you because nothing else fills. Nothing else can replace you. God, we've tried. Father, we just commit our lives to your care and we commit this service to your care. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Jesse's going to come and, and uh, well, we're going to see Jesse here in just a moment and for uh, some announcements and things and then um, have the kids gather around because right after Jesse's done, um, Julie is going to share the kids' zone moment. And so uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes and listen to some of these upcoming things going on. Hey everyone at the Journey Church, Jesse Rogers here with your weekly announcements. We are so looking forward to getting back together in person with all of you and just want to let you know that we are hoping to do that by this month. So stay tuned. We're going to be texting you guys, um, sending out emails, doing social media posts to let you know when we're going to be meeting again soon. We've been checking the numbers, listening to the county, and so um, hopefully by this month we'll be back together so we can see each other um, again. And then also wanted to let you know, we have decided that we are going to postpone our Memorial Day yard sale, which is our youth group fundraiser. Hopefully um, we'll be able to do that in the next couple months, but for Memorial Day, we will not be doing it. But if you have things that you would like to donate as you're cleaning out for spring cleaning, um, definitely connect with me. My contact information is 808-298-1305 and we can coordinate when you can drop it off or if we can have someone come and pick it up for you guys. In addition to that, we're going to be posting some of the big pieces of furniture that have already been donated on sites like Big Bear Stuff for Sale. So keep an eye out for that if there's some furniture pieces that you need and you want to help um, with the youth group and our fundraiser. That would be awesome. So you can check that out. And then just as a reminder, we do have our weekly prayer on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. And if you just go online to zoom.us, click on join a meeting, and then you enter in the ID number. And that number is this, 506 three nine five three two one six and again that's Wednesdays at four o'clock it's a great time for us to connect with each other to pray and um, just to be really focused on submitting and giving everything over to the Lord and um, speaking of that maybe not everything over to the Lord that you're submitting but we uh, are gonna go into a time of tithe and offering and so if you go to the journey church big bear com, you can see on there that there's many different ways that you can um, give online and um, I was just reminded this week of how much God gave back to us, that he gave 100% to us um, by his sacrifice that he made on the cross. And so he asked us to give 10% back to him what he's already given to us. And so I just want to encourage you guys in that to remember that God is so for us and that he gives 100% to us all the time. And so in your ties and your giving just think about that and just be grateful that God has blessed us with so many different things. We live in such an amazing um, nation here in America and I'm just so grateful even despite the things that we're going through right now and that's going, 
on across the world, um, but we are truly blessed where we live. And so um, I just encourage you to remember that and to be grateful for what God has given us. And um, if you can go on and you can tithe and continue to support the church and, and bigger than that, we are supporting the, the kingdom of God and that we are furthering his kingdom. So um, yeah, I love you guys and I miss you and I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> I know I say that every week, but we will be back together again soon. I believe it in the name of Jesus. Have a great night, guys. Or day. Hey everybody, it's Miss Julie with our Kids Own Moment. Today is Mother's Day and that is a special day to celebrate the women in our lives who take care of us, who love us, who help us grow up to be safe and happy and healthy. And it might not be the mom who gave birth to you, but it might be another special woman who loves you like her own child. And we know those ladies are a gift from God. And in the Bible, we have a story from the book of Luke. This is our coloring page today. It is Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. And in that story, Jesus and his family, which Jesus and his family meaning his mother, Mary, and his earthly father, Joseph, and a whole bunch of other family members and their friends, their whole, whole community, had gone to Jerusalem, which was a special city for a big celebration. And on the way home, Jesus's parents just thought that Jesus must be walking with the rest of the family and with other friends and they walked all day long and then at night when they were looking for their son all of a sudden they realized wait a minute he's not there he wasn't with them so they turned around and they walked back probably hours and hours to go back to Jerusalem to see where he'd been left and when they got there they found that he was sitting in the temple even though he was just a boy he was teaching the teachers in the temple and they recognized, both his parents and the teachers recognized that Jesus had a special gift. He really understood the things of God. He understood the scriptures in a way that even these teachers didn't understand. And so Mary and Joseph, they're just worried parents and they, they race in there and they say, Jesus, why weren't you, why are you here? Why weren't you with our family? And, and, and they say, we've been looking for you. Well, and Jesus he understood why they were worried, but he said, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Well, the father he's talking about is Father God, and, and Jesus was at their church, the temple. And so, even though Jesus felt like that was important work to be done, he also understood he had to obey his earthly parents. And so he got up, and he followed them, and he went back with his family. And from this experience, we, we can learn a few things. We wanna remember that parents are parents all over the world and and so as kids you need to obey your parents the Bible says that we obey our mother and father and we honor our mother and father and those are important things because again they're trying to keep us happy and safe and so um, 
we want to uh, happy and healthy and safe and so we want to follow their instructions but it also reminds us that Jesus was human like us and even though he didn't do anything that was sinful he didn't do anything that displeased God um, I think this time his earthly parents might have been a bit frustrated with him and and it's a good reminder that he understands us and as parents Jesus understands when we're frustrated with our kids he understands when they're not obeying they're not listening and they're off doing their own thing going their own way but in the end God knows their hearts God knows the path they're taking and they're in God's hands no matter where they are so I hope parents get an encouragement from that today as well so kids for your activity today I think it would be wonderful if you could do something special for mom. Now, maybe you have some paper at home and you could make something like these paper flowers. I got these from my kids a long, long time ago and I still have them and I love them. So maybe you can make a special craft and I'm going to put some links on the Kids Zone page that you can um, look at and if you have those materials at home, maybe you can make something special too. Um, or do some special chores, make a card, do some art. Just show your mom some way that you know she's special and you appreciate her and you love her very much. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the wonderful mothers in our lives. We thank you that they watch over us, that they keep us safe and happy and healthy, and that, um, that even though it's really hard work, Lord, they are blessed for it. And we pray that today they would know your special touch and that they would have an extra measure of energy and that they would be appreciated, um, not just today, but every day. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we are staying safe as a community. We pray that through this uncertain time, you would quiet our hearts, help us not to be anxious, that you would lead us and draw us closer to you. We love you, we praise you, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next week. Good morning and happy Mother's Day. And I really want to wish all of you a, a wonderful, happy Mother's Day. And it was my sincere, deep desire to, to be together by this morning and uh, to be physically present. And I believe that that is coming soon. And I, in fact, I will say we will definitely be meeting within the next three weeks together. We will let you know uh, when that will happen and how that's going to look. Um, we're already in the process of moving the chairs around. We've, we've uh, uh, social, uh, physical, I don't like social distancing. I like physical distancing, and I don't even like that. But uh, we've distanced the chairs out here so we can do that. We're going to be uh, having overflow under the tent. And so um, everyone who wants to come will be able to come either inside or in the tent. Our whole church family that regularly attends, and I know that a number of you uh, won't be coming. And I encourage those who um, are at uh, high risk or a compromised immune system or anyone that is really worried, uh, really worried about coming, whether you should or not, if, if that's the way you feel or if you have a, a compromised immune system or at high risk, then, then we encourage you to stay home. We're going to continue to live stream um, so that you won't have to miss anything. All right. So, again, it was my wish to be here together, all of us uh, in the same room today, so that I could wish all of you a, a happy Mother's Day. We even have, in faith, in faith and hope, we, we got Mother's Day gifts for everyone. And so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to wait until the first week that we're back together, and we're going to bless all the moms with this. And then if you are not one of those who will be coming to physically be in, in service together, then 
I'm going to stay after church, uh, after the service wraps up, and invite you all to come and drive by if you want to. Now, it's, it's really not uh, a worth maybe the drive to come and get this, but it would be worth it for me to see your face. And I'll, I'll, I'll bless you uh, with just a little gift uh, for all the moms. And uh, we, we actually do have a little video we want to share. And uh, this is from the Skid Guys, and they um, have given us uh, streaming rights. So if you're able to watch this there, as we're going to watch it up, up here also. And uh, it's just a little take, but moms, you do so much for us. We don't even understand your heart. We don't understand your abilities to love us unconditionally. And uh, my mom was one of those who loved unconditionally. Can't talk about that. But um, so this, this, this uh, video is, is a little bit fun. Uh, helping us to understand how moms might be able to do that which they do. Uh, we're going to take a look at the video, and then we'll be back in just a couple minutes for this message. And guys, don't leave. You know, this message is going to be for you too. All right, see you in just a few minutes. Are you guys sure you got this? Yeah. The twins are plugged in. Baby's asleep. How hard can this get? We're men. Besides, I bumped into Chuck Norris at a Pizza Hut once. I think his powers rubbed off on me. Get out of here. Go on, enjoy your mommy getaway weekend. Oh, this weekend was a bad idea. You remember what happened last time we watched the kids? I'm not a pinata. Yeah, we're gonna need help. of this product may alter your perception of reality. <sighs> All right, everything looks the same. This is a joke. Guys, it's like the Sahara in this cup. Can somebody hit me with some juice? <laughs> and listen, pulp, no pulp, doesn't make a difference to me. You're the ones dealing with the diaper. Mom goggles. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I need you to sit on your bottom. Listen to Daddy. You sit on your bottom, okay? Daddy's gonna come get you. Don't move. Don't dance. Just sit on your bottom. Daddy's gonna come get you.
Don't you try to stop me. Baby made a poopy. Yes, you did. Very Where are your mom goggles? They wouldn't fit over to my hazmat suit. Take that. Oh, oh. You're so cute, baby. And then the little boy rocked his mommy. Oh, I love you. Forever. I like you, too. I don't know how they do it. Oh, well, you take it and you fold it from corner to corner. No, I'm... I'm asking the question, how do moms do all of this? How do they handle it all? Well, maybe they have goggles we don't know about. It's as if God gave moms a special way of looking at things, you know? Okay, who taught you servanthood? Who modeled grace? Who gave you a taste of what God's love could look like? My mom, Mr. T, and my mom. Anyway, I, I just think God gave moms a special way of looking at things. Hey, honey. Hey, how's it going at home? It's all good. Guess you could say I'm starting to catch a glimpse of what your world looks like. Oh, really? Yeah. Mama. Hold on, your daughter wants to say something to you. I did She says she misses you. And she realizes how important you are in her life. And she doesn't know how you do it. And she knows that she can't make it without you. She said all that, huh? I don't know if she said it. But it's what I wanted to say. And I should have said it a lot sooner. I thank God for you. Twins. Um, it, it was nothing. We we have to go. Okay. Um, lo love you, mommy. This place is like a pigsty. doing something special for the special women in our lives, um, special foods and snacks and juices and coffee and, and uh, serve them out here in the patio for all the moms. We've done that in quiches and things like that. And by God's grace, we're going to do that again. We will do that again uh, next year, but when, once we are able to do even food things like that, we're going to do that as soon as we possibly can. Um, but unfortunately and honestly, sadly, we can't do that yet. Um, we're not doing that this year, 
after service today on a normal Mother's Day, I would do something special for my mom. And I would do something special uh, for my wife, the ma amazing mother of my children. We'd go out to a nice lunch, and this, unfortunately, quite sadly, we're not doing today either. The restaurants are closed for dining in, and of course, uh, my mom passed away on March 6th of this year and went to be with Jesus. So this is a very different Mother's Day for me. I spent much of this morning, I woke up real early, and I spent a good hour or so crying. Um, it's a tough, tough day for me. Uh, it's a different season now in my life. It's a different time, and, and honestly, it's a different season and time for all of our lives right now. We're, we're living in a time that we never uh, would have imagined um, that we'd be living in. Uh, I don't know about you guys, any of you. Um, I, I used to have these thoughts and visions of what maybe the persecution would look like or end times, and I'd play those scenarios out, and it didn't look like this. I, I, I pictured us meeting in secret somewhere and being covert, and, and somehow we're all just scattered in our homes, uh, many people really afraid, uh, afraid that um, they or a loved one might get COVID-19. This is a very, very different season. And so this morning what I want to do is I want to talk about the seasons of life. Uh, and this, it's not just for moms, but it's for all of us. But moms today, a lot of time, they tend to be looking at the seasons of life. They, they begin to think about um, the different stages of, their, of their raising their kids. I think that moms who've, uh, all the kids or most of the kids have, have left the nest are really thinking about the days when they had all their kids together. Not all the moms are going to be able to visit their, see their children today. Normally they could, maybe today they're not because of the, uh, this lockdown thing, which is ending. We think about the different seasons of life. And, and though I'm calling it seasons myself, there's some problems with, with talking about seasons. Is, is we think of the four seasons. And in life, there's more than four seasons. In life, there's, there's a lot more. Um, another problem with calling them seasons is that they, they don't all last the same amount of time. Uh, we're used to seasons here at Big Bear. Uh, well, we really have three seasons. Um, you're three and a quarter or something like that. But we have a summer and a, and a fall and a winter and a spring. It goes like that fast usually. And, uh, you know, they, it's, it's, so that's why um, we're, we're waiting for the snow. It is Mother's Day. Should be getting snow any second now. Um, you know, but what we still see all four seasons. And every year you can pretty much, you know, know when the snow is probably going to start about and when it's going to cool off. And the seasons are the same every year. And uh, what's one of the problems with calling seasons of our life um, seasons is that we really don't know how long they're going to last. And they're, they're not going to be the same. Uh, but we will still call, refer to them as seasons. Uh, they also don't come back um, around the same way again. You pretty much every year, you know that when the snow is going to start, there's going to be some snow, it's going to be some mixed. It's, you know, we're going we're to kind of deal with that in the summer. It's going to get warmer. Um, the seasons of life, they're unexpected. And they, they really change. They, they, they don't hit us the same way. There was a, a, a Greek philosopher, uh, uh, Heraclitus, who said, and I loved, I, I didn't know who said it, so I had to look it up, but I'd heard this quote before, no man ever steps into the same river twice. No man ever steps into the same river twice. 
For it's not the same river, and he's not the same man. That's kind of deep, isn't it? Whoa, whoa. But we don't step into the same river because anyone who knows rivers, that they're constantly changing. The water feels different, the rocks move, and, and we're also not the same. So seasons, they really do change, and they never come back around just the same way that they did the first time. So if you're having a hard time with seasons in this message, you can call them whatever seems right to you. Um, call them seasons. You can call them times. Uh, you can call them stages. You can even call them phases. Well, maybe not phases, because we don't like phases anymore. Because we're at phase two, beginning of phase two, which means something that it doesn't mean. And so maybe don't call them phases, but we can call them seasons or times or stages. Um, and, and let's just get out of, out of all the phases of what's been going on lately. You know, Newsom was talking about this. You, know, you have to toggle on and off the phase, and, and that's sometimes what it seems like in their seasons. They come, they change, they ebb, and, the, and it's, it's really difficult to, to nail them down, isn't it? We don't, we don't really always understand. We think we're getting out of a season, and, and then it kind of comes back around. Um, we've got to step back into it. Um, the season of grief is a season that, that is exactly like that. You, you think that you're coming out of it, and then something happens. And it puts you right back to the beginning. Though, though you find out, you think you're at the beginning, but you find out you're not because it doesn't take as long to go. But it, it's this crazy thing. So there, there's some similarities there to toggling on and off in, in our phases and our seasons of life. The other, another issue um, with the seasons of life, and, and the, to not call them seasons or, or for us to at least get rid of comparing them only to the seasons that we know is that not everyone is living in the same season at the same time. And, and you know, one of the nice things in, in, in Big Bear, you know, the snow's coming and you get, you know, we love it at the beginning, most of us. And if you don't love the beginning of the snow season, then you should move. Because, I mean, I get if you hate it at the end of the snow season, but if you don't like it at the beginning, it's time to find a new place. But we, we know what's coming and we're in it and, and come like March... And April, for sure, we are, we're done. But one nice thing is everyone is feeling the same thing. We're all kind of, kind of, you know, freaking out. Like, let us go. Stop snowing. We want to plant our gardens. We want to go on vacation. You know, that's one part of similarity right now in the season that we're in uh, with, with COVID-19. Uh, many, many of us are, are just ready to, to move on. But most of the time in our seasons of life, they're individual. You're, you might be going through something and you're the only one going through it. Um, this morning during, during worship practice, um, Robert prayed and um, you know, blessed the moms and, and he talked about our moms in heaven. And I, mean, just, I, could barely, I could barely just pray. It's really hard. And I'm, I'm realizing that here on the platform, you know, I, I, I know that... Uh, most of the people who were, were here this morning, they've lost their moms. Um, but their season of loss is, is a different season than my loss today. And I can't expect everyone to have the same grief that I have, even if they've lost a mother. See, we're not in the same season at the same time. Um, this, this thing that we're dealing with COVID-19, some of us 
uh, our, our, you know, we're okay financially, everything's going good, we're just waiting to be able to go back. And there's other people, um, they're eating beans. There's no food. They're coming hitting hitting food banks every week. They they haven't paid their rent. I've even I've talked to people. They haven't paid their rent in in two months, and they can't get kicked out yet. But as soon as this lifts, people are going to lose their homes. They're not in the same season as me. I'm not losing my home over this. I'm just you know good Nancy. So seasons of life are different for other people, uh, and 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 we've got to remember that. Ecclesiastes 31, though, says this. To everything, there is a season. Guys, we, we're going to have seasons um, and lots of different kinds of seasons in life. To everything, there's a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. And then I think you're supposed to turn three times. Uh, only a few of you get that. But uh, everything has a season. Everything has a time. God set these times and seasons in motion in our lives. He's actually, he is in control still, even though when we feel like he's out of control, that we know that we're out of control. He doesn't cause every circumstance that we live in, but he's in control, and he's allowed every circumstance to come up. You could be in a circumstance in a season of your own making, but God is not left. Uh, he is still in control. And he'll use every circumstance for a different purpose in your life. He will use every season. Even if you've caused the season in your life, He will still use it for His glory. The Bible says that God works all things for the good for those who love Him. And, and here's where you, whoever you are, wherever you're at, if you're living in a season that's just really crazy and you think, did I mess something up so bad? No, you, you didn't mess anything up so bad that God can't fix it. You, you know, God is the master of, uh, a redeemer, restorer. And so we need to trust him in the seasons that are difficult that we think maybe we did something that's too much for him to handle. I love Ecclesiastes. We, we know the beginning of Ecclesiastes 3, of course, you know the song and all, but uh, 3.11 says this, that he makes everything beautiful in his time. So there's a season for everything, a time for everything under heaven. It's a time to die, a time to live, a time to laugh, a time to mourn. There's a time to, for peace. There's a time for war. There's a time and a season for everything. And, and most of us have gone through a lot of seasons. I'm, I'm going to turn 50 this year. I've gone through a lot of seasons. Um, and, I, and I'm hanging on to Ecclesiastes 3, 11, And I want you to hang on to it too. Because it says he makes everything beautiful in this time. So if you're in that season, you're like, I can't wait for the season to end. We're going to get to some hope in your seasons a little bit today. And um, hang on to that he will make everything beautiful in its time. And if it hasn't turned to beautiful yet, it's not its time. You just got to keep hanging in there. There's a season for everything, and in time, he's going to make everything beautiful. So what kind of seasons are there? Uh, and I was really thinking about this because I know that there's seasons and to really nail it down was a little difficult. Um, of course, we know the winter, spring, summer, and fall. And all you have to do is call. And, and I'll be there. But, um, you know, they, they could be considered um, life phases. Winter, spring, summer, and fall really could be considered life phases. And, and in that case, you'd probably start with spring. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. 
you know, springtime maybe could be, could, could be compared to, you know, our, 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 our childhood, being born in childhood. And that's that, that new life is just coming and it's, it's, it's young and everything's kind of growing and budding. But it's, you know, we're not ready for the real world and then summer comes. And in summer, the trees that were just budding, they're blooming and all their leaves are just, uh, you know, out bright and out big. Um, and, they, and they're doing their thing. Whatever they're supposed to do, they're bringing oxygen to us and they're bringing shade and the heat. And then fall comes, and, and the, the tree is still plenty alive inside, but outside it begins to wither a little bit. And uh, some of you are beginning to wither a little bit. I'm beginning to wither a little bit. Some of, you are, are, uh, some of us are maybe earlier fall, and some of you are in later fall. And, and your leaves are beginning to fall off. You're still alive, but you, you're not producing as much as you used to. And then winter comes, and, and, and winter's that last stage of life. And, and you know, you, you, there's not a lot left. And, and there's some of you today that are listening, just, just by age. My mom was one of them not that long, but she was, we didn't realize that she was, she was moving quickly from, from late fall to winter to a, to a new stage. Winter's kind of that last time. But here's the thing. Just like in, in here, spring, summer, fall, and winter. The, the, one of the scary parts about just comparing us to those is you go, man, at the end of winter, I die. No, at the end of winter comes spring, and you live again. Isn't that the hope? See, that's the hope, that, that at the end of winter, it's spring again, and it's not spring here. You know, we don't do the reincarnation thing. If, if people were reincarnated for their good works, we'd all be bugs still. You know, there is no reincarnation. And I, you know, and there's no God that's cruel enough to make anybody go through puberty two times. So there is no such thing as reincarnation. At the end of winter comes spring, life eternal in heaven, and that's the new season. And that's awesome. So, so, but I want us to not think of, of the seasons as those seasons. They're too big. And they're overwhelming. Um, when you're young, you're not even thinking about the seasons. You're just living life. And in your, in your 20s, and your 30s, you know, some people start thinking about, you know, wow, I'm getting old. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I still don't really say that too much. Um, but when I, when I hear a 30-year-old, 33-year-old say, go, man, I'm getting old. I want to choke them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just, come on, man. Um, and then, and then, and then what, cause what does that mean? Well, if you're 45 or 50 like me, then you're dead. And, and that's just not the truth. Um, so let's, let's get our mind away from thinking about the seasons being the life seasons, okay, for a minute. Um, I need to get quicker. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day, and you won't be able to, to celebrate your mom like you need to. Um, I, need, I need to change my pages, too. So in addition to life seasons, um, we're going to be talking about other seasons that, that we're going to go through. So let's, let's break some other seasons down. Uh, moms. I'm going to talk to moms for a minute. And, and I, I am one of the, the most emotional, sappiest dads you'll ever meet. Sometimes uh, Shannon and I joke around that we're, we're, we're kind of like swapped roles. You know, especially in the, in the early years, I was just crying. I mean, I still cry. But I mean, I was crying really super sensitive. And... Um, and so I actually relate with these, but I know the moms, most of you moms are going to relate with this too. There's the new baby season. Oh, and what a great season, right? You know, come on. There's a, there's a few people here this morning 
Uh, just just a couple of us, and we've already moved out the chair and stuff because we're we're trying to get ready for what's coming. We want to be together as soon as we can. So I'm looking at, at those here, so I'm not neglecting a few people. But you know, there's a couple moms here. I think you remember those those seasons, you know, with your kids. They were the firstborn. What a, a great season. Uh, but boy, in that middle of the joyous season, it was also a, a a season that you thought was from the devil because you didn't sleep for about a year. And, and they're up, uh, you know, the babies are up, but it's a, it's, a, it's a season, and you love it, and you hate it, and it's a mixed feeling, and then, uh, then some of you are going, oh, yeah, but I, t- I take it back, right? Why? Because because when you get out of it, you look back, and you remember the good. You don't tend to remember the bad, you remember the good. And so there's the new baby season, there's the toddler season, which, again, is a lot of fun. Dads get more excited at the beginning of toddlers, because now like, the kid can actually interact with us. You know, most dads are like, I don't know what to do with the baby, just lays there. But, but when it can start crawling and walking, we like that. Um, and, but that's a, new, that's a whole other season. You know, you go like, oh, no, we got to move everything. we got to get everything up off the floor. And you got that season. And, and again, you're looking back, oh, man, I missed the little, little you know, kid running around and breaking things. Um, I, it was funny when we had our little kids grow, you know, I, I actually heard things coming out of my mouth, you know, they break a table or break this. And I'm like, man, we, you know, we can't have anything good. And I really, I think my parents probably said the same thing about me, you know. You don't get to own fancy stuff when you're in the toddler season. And then you get, uh, and I just, these are just my seasons, because these are men. You get the starting school, you know, the four, five-year-old, and it's, it's kind of a fun season, because you got little people, they're little men, little, little, little ladies, and they're kind of thinking. And then another great season, and you could break them down, or smaller, bigger if you want, is, is a season around nine or ten years old. Um, uh, that's making us thinking like fourth grade. And I don't know if you ever did fourth grade, but fourth, fifth grade, maybe third grade, that would, if I was even a teacher, I think that'd be my favorite. Because um, you can have a conversation with that age, eight or nine. They're fun, they're really, they're, they're, they're inquisitive, and they can talk about things on, you know, on level, of, but they're not junior high. <laughs> See, that's why I like that age. Is if something happens, I mean, you know, God put in their DNA around sixth grade. They, a lot of them get attitudes, and they, you know, and uh, just it's just a different. But that's season two, isn't it? And and some of you, you know, as you were raising your kids, you're like, yeah, in that season, I'm like, I didn't want my ch- children anymore. You know, it's like I just give them away for a couple of years. I'll take them back. Please, somebody do something with my kids. And some of you are going, well, that wasn't, you know, and you know, you're, you're saying, yeah, but it wasn't this age, right? That, that just happens. Maybe it was in high school. Um, junior high is a tough season. High school, then you start getting into, man, sports and, and driving and dating. My daughter is dating. <laughs> and some of you are going to judge me for using that word. But, you know, a rose by any other, other name. Call it what you will. My daughter likes boys, and boys like her, but it's worse. There's one boy, and I hope you're watching. <laughs> There's one boy that likes her, and they like each other, and they're dating now. And, and I have a tracker on her phone. And I own guns, and I'm not afraid to use them. And it's a different season of life. You know, I remember talking with Pastor Mickey about that with the kids. Like, you know, he with his with the daughters, he said, if you're gonna have a boy date you, he's gotta come over and have dinner with us, and he's gotta go for a run with me. And I thought, man, that's really good. And I, hardly anyone ever took him up on that. And I'm thinking, what 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 should I have done? I said, I, I wanted you to come over, meet me, and then we'd go out shooting. That's what I should have done. But um, it's a season, and then the, the end of high school starts, 
and, and, and we start looking at the, the next season, which is college or military or jobs, and they're leaving the home, and that's a new season. And everything, and, and those are some of the seasons of mom. And then you go, but it's not over, is it, mom? It's not over yet because you, your heart, and I mean, I cried like a baby, you know, when, when Matthew left and Zach's going to leave in a few months, and boy, I can't get started. I won't be able to finish the message. And, and, and you go, and, and then you think it's over, and then all of a sudden they, they get married, and you find out that you get another daughter. And I love my new daughter. And I am looking forward to babies. And I'm just about ready to say, okay, hurry up. Because if that's the next season, I want, I want that season too. And, and I, we're not there. Um, but I've watched some of you with the, with the grandkids, and it's like, what a season. And you're still in that season. And then you, you enter into the season where you're friends with your children. Yeah. And they're no, you're no longer the enemy. And that's, that's wonderful. And you get to be their friend, and they can be your friend and, and then the season comes down the road when they're helping to take care of you. I'm so fat and out of shape that Zach already takes care of me. He does all the physical work around the house. And there's seasons. And, and, and they're all wonderful, and, but they're all different. And, and, and in addition to those seasons, we, we have other seasons in life. We have seasons of prosperity, right? Where things are just buzzing along. Usually before prosperity, you have seasons of, of lack and of drought and of financial hardships. Those are seasons. We have uh, uh, spiritually dry seasons where you're, you, maybe your relationship with the Lord was really good and, just, and you're dry. And, and these seasons come back around. They might not look the same, but sometimes it's, it's you know, a season of plenty and then a season of lack and then a dry season and then a, a happy season and then a sad season. Uh, you know, one of those seasons towards the beginning is a single season where you're, you're, you don't have a, a, a spouse and you might want a spouse and that's a tough season. You, you find yourself looking all the time and desiring to be with someone. That is a hard season to be in. I was the worst single person ever. I just, I didn't, I didn't want anything. I, was, I wanted to be married. And, um, you know, God, God kept me safe until he brought my wife to me. Praise the Lord for that. And there's, of course, we were talking about this, the seasons of mourning. And there's so many other seasons. So you're, you're in a season now, not just this whole lockdown season, but you're all in different seasons. Some of you are in a season of, of uh, uh, physical ailments. And you don't, you don't know how, what that's going to look like. I want to give us a couple of couple of things. No matter what season you're in, no matter what season you're in, no season lasts forever. No season lasts forever. It might seem like it, but it doesn't. The old saying, this too shall pass. Change is always on its way. Life has a, a way of changing. Good seasons come, but then good seasons go. And bad seasons do the exact same thing. Bad seasons don't last forever. And, and here's why. Even if they last until you die, the next season comes. It's a new spring. And, and I, wish, I, I wish I could be like I, more like I was you know, years ago in my faith, in my, and I'd maybe probably call it my immaturity and go, you know, yeah, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. But some of you, you know, some people, I'm not going to say some of you, but some people... They get into a bad season of health, and that's the last season 
of this life. It never changes until they go to heaven. But that's still a new season. Your season's not going to last forever. And usually your season here changes. No season lasts forever. Um, mourning changes. I mean, I mean, it's hard. But, but Joe's helping us understand that, that mourning doesn't last forever. The Bible teaches us that though the sorrow may last for the night, the joy comes in the morning. That's with the O-R, not the O-U. Joy comes in the morning, and the seasons begin to change. So remember, whatever you're at, seasons change. This season of COVID is going to change. And there'll be a new normal, but we're going we're gonna to move on, and God's going to see us through just as he has in the past. Psalm 36, David said, Now in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Don't be moved from the place you're in, Jesus. Just keep looking forward to him. It's going gonna, it's gonna to pass. Um, a quick one. You know, the change of seasons doesn't mean that you're a good or bad person. You might have had a new season and you thought, well, maybe I'm suffering for it. That doesn't necessarily is what's, what's happening. Seasons change. And sometimes we just go through different parts of life. And that's okay. As long as the earth remains, Genesis 8 says, there will be springtime and harvest, winter and summer, day and night. There's going to be seasons until Jesus returns. The third, third point, and I've got you know, a whole bunch of things, just quick ones I want to say. The third is, is never let the season you're in define who you are. Don't let your, your season define who you are. You're in it, but it doesn't have to define who you are. Be defined by who God says you are. Know that you're going to come out of it. Um, you know, be like that, that frog getting swallowed by the swan. I used to have this before computers. And, and this big you know, stork or swan, whatever, his eyes, mouth open. The frog's halfway down the swan's throat, but the frog's got his arms around the neck of the bird. And, you know, and, and it's simple as never give up. You know, never give up. Don't be defined by your season. God's plans don't change because the seasons do. He's got a plan for you. God's with you as he was with Joseph in a pit, in a prison, or in the palace. God was with the three Hebrew children in the flames, in the fire. You might be going through a season of fire, a season of flame. He's with you. Don't let it define who you are. Don't give in to the bitterness. Keep pressing in. Keep praying. Often, seasons are followed by an opposite season. Isn't that true? You know, they come and they'll say, wow, you're out of this season. And, uh, it, you know, it's always interesting when someone's really in a bad, bad, tough season and, and given into it. And I've never given into any of my tough seasons. I've never said, woe is me, and thought that I had the worst life ever. That's just, that's beyond me. That's sarcasm in case you can't. Yeah, right. We, we we get that way when we're in that bad season. We just be, we can give into it, start going, yeah, this, woe is me. You know, we get that Eeyore syndrome, and then all of a sudden, a day later, a week later, things change. We're like, woo! What is that? Because after the season is a different season, and then you can be in that middle, like, wow, life is good. This is gonna be great. Twenty twenty is gonna be awesome. Now we're like, give me back twenty nineteen. When the seasons change, keep God's vision in front of you. 
keep the dream going. Another thing, try to build consistency in every season. Don't, don't, what do they call them, fair weather friends? Don't, don't have that kind of a life. Build consistency in every season. And the things you can build consistency, one, try to get a good attitude, but, uh, you know, where you're like, I'm just going to really just try to have a positive attitude, not neglecting the truth, but I'm going to really pray that God will help me to be as positive as I can. And, and one of the ways to do that is read your Bible in good times and in hard times. But go to church in good times and in hard times. I'm expecting people to become a church more than they, they had been recently because they're going to want to. But sadly, the human condition says that they'll only last a couple of months and they'll stop coming to church again. Because life will be back to normal, they'll be making their money, they'll be doing their things. Don't let that happen. Get consistent. Read your Bible every day. Pray every day. Be in fellowship every day. Serve God every day. Do what He calls you. Build consistency. Love your kids. Love your wife. Build consistency. Don't be led by just your emotions. Jude says that, that those, uh, they were like sensual people. They were tossed to and fro. They were like waves foaming up to their shame, clouds without water, sensual people. In other words, they were ruled by their senses. Don't be sense ruled. Be consistent in your life. Do the work that, that the season that you're in requires. And that's hard. You got to do it. Whatever it is that you, season you're in, you just got to keep going. Farmers do different work in, in different seasons. Do whatever is required in that season. Let me season you have to press in more, not less. Proverbs 20 says, A sluggard doesn't plow in season, so when the harvest time comes, he looks and he finds nothing. Keep reaping, or keep sowing. Keep working the fields, and, and so when times, the time comes to, to reap, you'll, you'll do that. Here, another one. Learn from every season that you're in. Make that your prayer. God, teach me. Teach me what I'm supposed to learn in this season. Don't be looking for the next season all the time. You're in this season, live it. Accept it. And try to learn what you're supposed to learn. Joseph learned how to manage in the middle of slavery and the prison. And he learned it so well that God elevated him to be the administrator of all Egypt. And he saved the entire Jewish people in a bad season of life. Learn from every season that you're in. Ask things like, what am I learning now that's going to help me be wiser when I go through this next time? And, and, and most of us will say things like that, I'm never going to go through this again. Well, yeah, good luck with that. Because they come around, they're a little bit different, but sadness will come around more than once in your life. You know, heartbreak, it, it happens. So, you know, it's, it's going to come, it's going to change. But what are you learning? What can you learn? And if you're not learning anything, you're not looking hard enough. Maybe get, get some time with God. Hey, God, I, I bet you I'm supposed to be learning something. Because God doesn't waste, waste opportunities and you shouldn't either. Don't waste that opportunity. Let it, learn from it. Remember that whatever season you're going through, keep your heart clean. And I heard the example of, of a boat. You know, a raging sea is not a problem as long as the water stays on the outside of the boat. A raging sea is not a problem as long as the water stays on the outside of the boat. 
Don't let what's dangerous and potentially damaging to you get on the inside of your boat. Keep the bitterness away. Keep the negativity away. You know, the storms are going to come, but say, God, help me to keep the storm out of my boat. Let me keep it out of my family as best as I can. When you're going through stuff, don't come home and drop a bomb in the middle of your living room for your kids and your wife or, or your husband, you know, whatever it is, so that they now are experiencing that. Let's keep the water, keep that which can damage us outside of the boat. As we're going through seasons, we got to be prepared for the next season. Some of you now are thinking, well, you know, I, I might start keeping a supply of food around. Some of you are definitely beginning to think that you might keep a supply of toilet paper around. I mean, like, oh, why, why? Because a season came, you weren't ready for it, and now you're thinking, maybe I'll get ready for it. You know what's really funny? Some of you are thinking that, won't do it, something like this is going to happen again, and you're going to be out of toilet paper again. You'll be in the exact same spot. You say, how do I get here again? Because you didn't prepare you didn't really do what you needed to do to be ready for it. Say, some of you guys, you're struggling with sin. You got an addiction of alcohol or drug or pornography or gambling or anger or gossip, whatever it is, and, and you kind of go through these things and, and, and you fall into that, and many times you jump into it. Don't kid yourself. You, you, you jump into it, you walk into it, and, and then it takes its course and it leaves you, you know, messed up and... and, and uh, you know, dry and you've hurt yourself and you've hurt other people and you think, man, I don't want to do that again. I want to, I want to stay away from that. But then you put yourself in the exact same spot again. You, 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 you buy the booze to keep it in your fridge, you, you know, in the cupboard. You, you go to the bar, you hang out with the people who always bring you down. You don't pray, whatever it is, prepare for the next thing. You know, be prepared so when something comes, you're ready to fight it. Don't resign yourself to staying in that season. It's going to change. Start, start going, you know, I'm going to get out of the season and I'm going to get into the next. And if I want to look different, I better change. But that, when that old, old thing says, uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Remember this, God is at work in every season of your life. In every season, God's working. And, and here's, here's the truth of that. You can't see him. So often, you can't see him. But if you're going to do these other things, you get consistent. and be, God is working, and he's, and he's desiring to work in every season. He wants to do something new in you. He wants to do something in your heart. He wants to do something in your life. He wants to strengthen you. We talked about the yoke, you know, putting, putting uh, Jesus' yoke on you rather than, than asking him to do your work, uh, you know, your work with you. But he still wants you to work. He's going to strengthen you so that you can go through the fire a little bit. And, and, and so that you'll have more strength. Let God do his work. You are favored. You are highly favored no matter where you are. You are a child of God and loved by him. If you've, if you've given him your life and you've asked him to be your Lord, you are a favored one. Now, if you're, if you're listening to this and you've tuned in and, and somebody just told you about it, you don't know really too much about God and you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord, you've never repented of your sin, and then God loves you, but you're not what his favorite. You get into that, into that relationship with him and become his child by repenting of your sin. Asking him to be your Lord and following him. And you can do that as quick as that.
There's seasons of fruitfulness and there's seasons of hard labor. You keep working. You keep planting. You keep, keep sowing. You keep you know, tilling up the ground. And watch God also work in you in every season. But God's going to help you grow in your season. And these seasons are, can help you have deeper roots. Don't, don't let it be waste. Let, let your faith grow in these difficult seasons. Let your faith and your relationship with Him grow in the good seasons. You know, we tend to be people, when things are good, we, we go our own way. No, let, let's, let's press into God even more. You know, you never know. Your season that you're in right now might be preparing you for the next season. You know, there's classes that you take in college that you have to take them in order because each one prepares you for the next. Don't take the cliff note version and, and, and buy the exams to pass the class so you can get to the next one. Learn it. Learn the principles that God's trying to teach you so that when you get to the next step, you're ready for that one too. Sometimes your seasons surprise you. Sometimes the seasons you're in gives you a front row to God's grace and His power in your life. Keep your eyes open. There's something to teach you and maybe somebody else through your season. Maybe what you're going through now will be used for somebody else for you to help them go through their season in a month or a year or five years or 20 years. See it as a gift if at all possible. Say, Lord, you've given this to me to help me grow. I want to grow. I want to walk in and receive everything you have for me in this time and this season. Moms, you, you, you might be in a, in a new season. You know, I just saw Alice yesterday, and, and you know, she's got the little baby bump going on. They're going to have another baby in November. Uh, it's a great day in November, November 2nd, when the baby's <laughs> going to be born. It's an awesome day. And she's in that new baby life, and, and, and I'll just you say she asked for prayer. They, they got their house. We were praying for that this week. They got their house. Isn't that awesome? And uh, God is good. And some of you are in a different season with the kids, or maybe the kids are gone, and, and, and it's tough. Hang in there. Keep praying. Keep pressing on the Lord. Maybe you have a season and you never had kids, or something devastating happened to your family. You know, God can bring you to another season. Maybe he'll make you be a spiritual mother or a spiritual father. Maybe he, he, he's, he's got a plan. Not maybe he's got a plan. Maybe he'll do something because he does have a plan. Don't give up. Let him work in you in the season of life. And then, I don't know when it started, so I'm going to this close. Take the seasons, know that they're going to change, press in and seek the Lord, and it be consistent. Look for the, the things that God wants to teach you, learn from them, accept them as a gift, because He wants to do something really good. Let's, I want to pray for all of us this morning. God, everyone who's watching, listening, everyone who's going to watch in the future has gone through many seasons already and there's more seasons to come. They've, they've, we've gone through our seasons of difficulty, of dryness, of sadness, of joy, of rapture, of plenty, of prosperity, of lack. We've gone through seasons of sickness and we're going to go through more seasons some great seasons 
and some difficult seasons. Pray that you would help us to grow and learn through each and every one. God, I pray that you would help us to press into you, to know the one who created the sun, the moon, the earth, the planets, the weather patterns, physically and spiritually, because the seasons that we go through, you're still in control of. Help us to be a people who look to you and find you in our seasons of life, and that we would dedicate our lives fully to you, and you would walk with us, as, you, as Psalm 23 says, through the valley of the shadow of death, back into the things that you have for us, for you know the plans that you have for us, plans that proper, prosper us, give us a hope and a future. This morning we receive that, that there is another season and another hope and another future and that you're going to continue to use us in every season. Bless us with your presence this week in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, stay tuned on, on Facebook and the website and we'll also be texting and emailing and calling when we're ready to, to bring people back and we'll have lots of guidelines when we come. So, so we'll make sure we get those. Have a great week. Don't miss the, don't miss the men's group like uh, we did this week. And um, we had a day of prayer that day instead. And uh, we'll see you during the week. God bless you.